0: CHAPTER Twenty Nine OF BUFFALO BILL FROM PRAIRIE TO PALACE. THIS IS A LIBRIVOX RECORDING. ALL LIBRIVOX RECORDINGS ARE IN THE PUBLIC DOMAIN. FOR MORE INFORMATION OR TO VOLUNTEER, PLEASE VISIT LIBRIVOX.ORG. RECORDING BY LARRY WILSON. BUFFALO BILL FROM PRAIRIE TO PALACE BY JOHN M. BURKE. APPENDIX COL. W. F. CODY, BUFFALO BILL, AND THE LONDON WORKING MEN'S ASSOCIATION on saturday evening october first eighteen ninety two a conference of delegates from the various branches of the london workingmen's association was held at the wild west when an illuminated address was presented to colonel w f cody the chair was occupied by mr george potter president of the association who was supported by mr fred whetstone vice-president mr f wingerton treasurer mr robert wilson secretary There was a large attendance. Colonel Cody was accompanied by Major John M. Burke and Mr. Nate Salisbury. Mr. George Potter, in presenting the address which congratulated Buffalo Bill on the splendor of his show, its value from an educational standpoint, and the success which had attended his visit, now fast drawing to a close, said that those whom he represented admired the Colonel's pluck and appreciated his indomitable courage he had taught us a lesson which would not be forgotten and buffalo bill would ever be a household word with us loud cheers mr potter and those with him expressed the hope that after buffalo bill had visited the world's fair at chicago and settled down in his own country to dwell among his own people he would enjoy the remainder of his life in contentment prosperity and peace loud cheers mr potter then read the following address colonel w f cody sir the members of the london workingmen's association representing large bodies of workingmen have a friendly word to say at a time when your visit to this country is fast drawing to a close they desire to approach you in a spirit of congratulation and to place on record their thorough appreciation of the enterprise and the ability displayed by you and the conception and creation of the brilliant realistic spectacle known as the wild west fully realizing its magnitude and its value from an educational standpoint as a vivid picture of past life on the american frontier to those whose domestic cares and necessities prevent them from enjoying the luxury of travel and its acknowledged advantages in forming proper ideas of foreign peoples and strange races your enterprise has brought not only entertainment for the moment but has enabled thousands to enjoy more fully the books histories paintings and sculpture that come under their observation this alone is something of future value to every nation you have visited among all classes as well as the fraternal feeling of the general brotherhood of man and your introduction of national and racial differences in one body for mutual instruction produces neither the costly outlay through which these results have been effected by the difficulties of presenting the best specimens of these primitive peoples nor the talent displayed by the performers could have secured the enormous audiences had not careful attention been paid to fidelity of depiction the mastery of detail and ample provision for the comfort of the public the marked success of the undertaking is in a large measure due to your own personal supervision affords an additional ground for offering our need of congratulation to you as a working man with this we couple our sincere hope that upon your future retirement you may find in well-earned repose no reason to regret your visits to england of eighteen eighty seven and eighteen ninety two and you may rest assured you carry with you the good wishes of the millions whom you have so liberally entertained We are on behalf of the Association, George Potter, President, Fred Whetstone, Vice-President, F. Wignington, Treasurer, Robert Wilson, Secretary, 14 Fetter Lane, London, October 1st, 1892. Mr. Fred Whetstone, late Chairman of the Amalgamated Society of Engineers, in supporting the address, expressed a wish from the bottom of his heart that the colonel would have a safe and glorious passage and a successful career in chicago loud cheers colonel cody said he deeply felt the honor they had bestowed upon him in the kindly expressions contained in the address they had presented him with that evening to deserve their good will was a source of satisfaction greater than mere words could express cheers he hoped that time and opportunity would enable him TO EXTEND THEM AN AMERICAN HOSPITALITY IN HIS OWN LAND, WHERE SUNSHINE AND PROSPERITY MET MEN IN EVERY WALK OF LIFE. CHEERS! HE HOPED THEY WOULD EXCUSE HIM, FOR HE WAS VERY ILL, BUT PRESENTLY HE WOULD TRY TO COME UP SMILING, WHETHER HE FELT IT OR NOT. LOUD CRIES OF BRAVO! THE delegates THEN SAT DOWN TO A SUBSTANTIAL TEA, AFTER WHICH THE FOLLOWING TOASTS WERE PROPOSED mr robert wilson secretary to the association in a very interesting speech proposed health and prosperity to mr nate salisbury this was succeeded by mr t p lynde of the east end organizations and supported by mr thomas cornish mining engineer the toast was accepted with loud cheers and accompanied with musical honors mr nate salisbury who was most enthusiastically received responded in a powerful and eloquent speech in which he referred to the friendly feelings that existed between the peoples of england and america and concluded by expressing his pleasure at being present that evening mr f wigginton of the lighter men and Watermen of the river thames proposed health and prosperity to major john m burke which was seconded by mr thomas armstrong pattern-makers supported by mr h lee letharve president of the balloon society and carried with acclamation. Major Burke, who was received with great cordiality, responded in a humorous and interesting speech which was heartily received. During the evening, each member was presented with a portrait of Buffalo Bill, bearing his autograph, after which they witnessed a performance of the Wild West show, and altogether enjoyed a most pleasant entertainment. End of chapter 29